This is the EWN Podcast Network. Do you know how often identity theft occurs? Every two seconds, affecting even children. The great news is that you and your loved ones don't have to become the next victim. In the Cyber Mindful with Sandra podcast, we'll explore together simple practices that increase the cyber safety of you, your family, and your business. I'm your host, Sandra Esto, and I believe the key to protecting yourself from hackers, scammers, and cyber monsters is rooted in being fully present, both online and offline. This podcast is a conversation among friends. I'm delighted that you are choosing to take charge of your cyber safety because you deserve to have peace of mind online and protect what matters most to you. So let's do this together. Welcome to another episode of Cyber Mindful with Sandra. I love this podcast. I'm your host, Sandra. And today, we will be diving into the heart of mindful cybersecurity. So how can we make our digital lives not only be more secure, but also be more intentional and present? Is it possible? Of course it is. Because if you think about in today's digital age, our screens often dominate our lives. We've seen it, how easy it is to be mindless, mindlessly clicking, scrolling, and sharing. But what if we start approaching our digital life with the same awareness and intention we apply to meditation or mindful eating or mindfulness practices. And there, there was a time in my life where when I was so busy, I was always thinking in the past, the future. I, I was worried about this conversation, that conversation. I was, I was worried about, of course, my family, my job, what this person said, the past, the present, the regrets, oh my goodness, the anxiety about the future, the economy, debt, my bank account. I mean, I can continue on and on and on about all the things that I was worried. And I know I'm not the only one, right? I, I know if you're listening with this podcast, to this podcast, I know that you can relate because we all have these busy mindset sometimes that I call it full mindness. And who has never, you know, been in that, in that state of mind? You know, I, I, I have not ever met a single person in my life that can tell me they have never feel it. I have known a lot of people that from that state of mind were able to shift, which in my case is what happened. And from full mindness, go into a mindfulness state. And now let's let's understand, you know, what is that mindful truly means? Because is it possible to, to attain? Now, mindfulness is the practice of being 
fully present right now. Be fully aware where you are and what you are doing without overly reacting or, or feeling overwhelmed. It's, it's being in the right now moment, whether you are driving right now, whether you are sitting on a, on a coffee shop, whether you are walking and listening to this podcast, what I want you to know is that we can be mindful everywhere. We can be mindful any time of the day. And you don't have to be meditating. You don't have to be particularly doing something to be in a state of mindfulness. So, you know, mindfulness is just that observation, that notice of that, that we are who we are that we are right here. So I want you to imagine what will happen if you apply this principle into our cyber security activities. Imagine how your life will be. Imagine that being cyber mindful means you can recognize what we do online. You can pay full attention to the task at hand, whether you're sending an email or you're updating your software or actually choosing to update the software, that you can take deliberate, deliberate, uh, this is a hard word for me, deliberate actions. So on purpose actions, intentional actions, instead of just having reactive ones. Now, how can we start our journey to become more cyber-mindful? Let's, let's start with recognition. You know, recognizing why we need to do this. Why is this important? Recognizing the dangers. That's the key. Because the reality is that there are dangers lurking in every corner of the internet from a phishing scam to identity theft. And I know this one firsthand too. As a, as a former victim of identity theft, I know what it feels. I know that when you are in that state of mind, when somebody else is violating your space, your information, your privacy, I know it feels horrible. I know because... It almost broke my marriage. It almost broke my career. It almost broke my mental health. I understand the consequences. And I understand that sometimes we don't think about this. But with every click, every share, every download, there are consequences. Are you with me? What do you think of this? I, I want to just give you an example. Think about the last email that you received. Did, did you, or maybe not the last one, but, but one email that looked actually suspicious to you. A little bit. Not a lot, but suspicious. What if instead of you clicking in that link, which I can tell you it has happened, and, and there, there is right now one of the, advances in, in phishing where you don't even have to put a, a fake subject or a fake name that is sending you the email or even a fake 
website or a fake information. Everything is legit about that phishing email, except maybe the signature of the person. That's the fake part. I mean, think about that. Like the whole email is real, except for who's signing it. And if you, if, if, if we are in a full minus stays, most probably so easy that we will click on that link that will, you know, take us to, to probably a place where we don't want to be. Or we engage in a conversation when someone we're not supposed to be engaging that will drive us to go further and further into their trap. You know, I call, I call this, this, uh, type of person that is always lurking us, I call them cyber monsters because that's what they do. They try to convince us. They 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 pull off or they they play our emotions. They play to our feelings. So we get hooked into their message. We get hooked into the curiosity of clicking or the curiosity because we're in trouble, because we don't want to miss out, because, oh my goodness, it sounds like this is my 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 friend or or this is my bank or or the government. Like they find ways to push our buttons. But with mindfulness, we can shift that and we can take not only the ownership, not only, not only, you know, the, the, the power, we can regain that power back. And how we do that? Simply cultivating. And I call this the BIM practice. And the BIM stands for be intentional, be aware, and be mindful. That's all it takes. Because, you know, when you are intentional, when you are really intentional about where your data is going, who has access to it and why, and just as you may be savoring each bite, right, with, with a mindful meal, savor and consider each piece of data that you put out in the world and be intentional about it. Be very, very intentional about who you share it with. So if you, if you are about to post something online or, or in one of your favorite social media outlets, what I invite you to try is this simple thing. First of all, take three deep breaths. And I love practicing <sighs> breathing. And let's, we can do it together. And there, there, you know, this is just one of the many techniques that exist. It's not always about breathing. It's not always about that, you know, meditating. It's not always about that, but it's always about bringing yourself to center. So when you do that, when you bring yourself to a center state, you can ask simple questions like, is this email safe? Is it necessary? Or is this pose sharing too much about me? And just, just ask those questions. Don't, don't, don't judge. Just ask the question. And I can assure you, you will get an answer. And you will know whether to push and publish or post 
whatever you were about to post or just simply correct it and, and maybe share less or, or, or wait for another moment to share. That's what the power of mindfulness can do. And, you know, intentions obviously is the first one that I was just talking about, you know, having intentional digital habits. And, you know, you could set boundaries for your digital consumption. So that's one way to be intentional. You can be selective about, you know, when you can, when you can go online, when you are going to check your email, when, you know, how you are going to be interacting digitally. You can choose that. You can set the intention, whether you, you do it early in the morning or you're doing it throughout their day, or you put a reminder that it's all it takes. You know, being intentional. I call it be intentionally cyber. <laughs> and I and I love that. We can choose any single time to do that. Now, as part of the BIM that I was just talking about, you know, the first is be intentional, and we just cover that. The second one is being aware. Aware of what? Well, aware of all the dangers that can happen. I just shared with you, you know, a new way that cyber criminals are targeting us when they say send phishing emails. You know, that's one way. They they don't go into the traditional, you know, spelling mistakes, or especially now that we have AI and they can send you a very convincing email. I mean, there there is just so much more availability of resources for cyber monsters to to improve their messaging and to get to us maybe in a in a way that they have never been before like i said they they hide things maybe in a picture maybe hide not only in a click link or click here link so you have to be very wisely about where you click or what you know what what you try to open or who do you try to engage with? I mean, that's what awareness gives you. And awareness comes from your knowledge. You become, the more you know, you become more cyber savvy. The more you know about phishing, about ransomware, about all the different foundational topics within the world of cybersecurity, the more you can be empowered. That's the key. I mean, it isn't about scaring you. It's about empowering you with what's happening. And when you take that, it's just beautiful how your digital life can just change. And what it used to frighten you, what it used to worry you, what it used to stress you, actually makes you feel better, makes you feel more connected. Now, we might make mistakes, and I think that's where awareness is also amazing. Because when we we make a mistake, we really quickly can identify we made a mistake, and now we can take the actions. Like if you click on something that you know which you shouldn't click, having the awareness of what to do puts you in a completely different place. It puts you in charge of your cyber safety. It puts you in the driver's seat. So whether you prevent using the awareness that you have about cyber safety or cybersecurity, or you use the awareness to correct and to shift 
whatever that happened and not make it worse and not have more exposure online or, or in your information. And lastly, of course, it's, you know, in BIM, we talk about being mindful and it's cultivating that mindful state and it's cultivating that sense of being present. And what does that mean? It means that you're going to select times during the day when you can center you, where you can notice what's around you, whether you are online or offline. And when you start noticing things, amazing things will happen. Like you will see cyber monsters in your inbox like you have never seen before. You'll see more text messages trying to scam you like you have never seen before. I mean, the more mindful you are, the more cyber mindful, the more you will be able to notice what's going on in your digital life. And when you practice and practice this, you'll become so incredibly resourceful and you can help your friends. You can help your family. You can, you know, help your, your colleagues. You can become that person that can be, can be a safer in your community. So you can benefit others about your own experiences and learnings. Remember, in the vast universe, every single action counts. And by practicing the be I am, the be intentional, be aware, and be mindful, and truly be cyber mindful, we can ensure that our actions not only count, but it also protect and serve us. That's all for today. And I hope this episode serves you as the starting point for your mindful cyber mindful journey and i and i really invite you to share this episode with your family to share it with your friends to share it because when you do that when you share that this information you not only become part of the solution but you also could be preventing the next cyber attack on your family or in your community or with your friends. And I can tell you there's nothing more rewarding than having that feeling of contributing to others and serving others. So definitely share this episode and and keep the conversation going. If there is something about this episode that captures your attention, just tell us in social media or leave us a comment in the episode. Like the episode because all of this will help for more people to be able to listen to this message because we all definitely can be more cyber mindful and we can incorporate it in a beautiful way every single day. So stay safe, be I am, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening. I'm so grateful for you today. So if you enjoyed this episode, please tag me in social media at way to protect Again, it's way number two, protect. And let me know if this episode has helped you. I would love to hear from you. And if you like to know more about me, check out my resources at my website, sandraestock.com. 
And remember, be intentional, be aware, and be mindful. Be I am. Be I am now. <laughs>